Welcome to Storyberries Radio. You can read along with any of our stories all for free at our website, storyberries.com. Luna and the Bottle of Starlight by Jade Maitre One day, by the side of the road, Luna found a bottle of starlight. It shimmered and glistened in pinpricks of light and whispering glimmers. It was smoky blue and beautiful. Luna leaned over. She wanted to see it more closely. But when she tried to pick up the bottle, it slipped from her fingers and smashed. With a wild giggle, the stars streaked from the glass and escaped into the sky. Luna cried and leapt as she tried to catch the stars. They laughed at her from their places so high in the air. From above, Luna's dancing made her look like an angry little ant. They knew she couldn't reach them, and they were happy to be free, for the stars had been so long in the bottle that the air around them felt cool and wide. They gleamed. It was so nice to be in that vast black universe with space to twinkle and breathe. The bottle lay in shards of dark glass at Luna's feet. She scooped up the pieces of glass and put them in her pocket. She felt a need to hide what she had done. She didn't know who the stars belonged to and if the owner would be angry when they found out what had happened. Perhaps if she could catch them, she could put them in her pocket. Her glance fell upon a long vine hanging quietly from a nearby tree. Being a thrifty elf, she found it no trouble to fashion a lasso and throw it high into the air. But the lasso was lazy and limp. It plummeted to the ground in a matter of moments. Next, her eyes wandered to a baobab tree. Perhaps if she leapt and caught them in her fingers, she thought. But climbing high into the limbs of the tree, she realised that she was no more airy than the vine had been. Lacking wings, she thumped into the earth like a soggy sack. The stars twittered and the passing birds sniggered mirthfully. The ladybirds rumbled sly little laughs. It felt that nobody would help Luna return the stars and all were having a good joke at her expense. Luna sat on a stump and began to cry. At just that moment, a tiny rabbit poked its head from the bushes and sniffed the air. It had heard Luna's sobbing and wanted to know what was the matter. Why are you crying? the rabbit asked the elf. I found a bottle and accidentally dropped it. All the stars escaped, said Luna tearfully. Ah, but that's no reason to cry, said the rabbit. What good does crying do? Perhaps if I cry enough, I will make a lake and float high enough to catch them, Luna sniffed. The little rabbit leaned back against a leaf. It seems to me that there are just too many, he said. Even if you could reach them, there's just some things you can't do. You can't collect all the grains of sand on a beach. You can't drink all the water in the sea. You will not be able to capture all those stars and put them back, he said. Well, what am I to do, said Luna plaintively. Then a sudden passion overtook her. She stamped her foot. Oh, I wish I could take time back, she said. I wish I had never touched that bottle. But you can't, said the rabbit, now chewing thoughtfully on a clover which he'd retrieved from behind his ear. Nothing can be taken back. Once something is, it just is. Like the wind and the sunrise, like love and loss. It just is. You can't help it. You've just got to find a new way. With her hands in her pockets, Luna could feel the sharp shards of glass pressing into her fingers. 
Well, what am I to do with this bottle? she asked at last. It's all broken. It won't work anymore. But the clever rabbit just twitched its nose, nodded goodbye and disappeared into the bushes. Luna was alone. Only those mocking stars glittered above her. Occasionally, and in impulsive fever of boastfulness, they leapt to the earth in a bright streak where they plummeted earthwards, falling into cracks in rocks, lakes, sand and firs. But that is another story. In the present, Luna sat on the mossy ground and took the shards from her pocket. She lay them in the shape of a bottle, but they would no longer take the shape they'd once had. So she began to play with them. Soon she found they could make a skyscraper, a window, a puddle. When she fashioned them into the shape of a mirror, something magical happened. A high, pure note sounded from the glass. Then, from the bushes all around, a small army of snails emerged, their shells shining, and they weaved and slid all over the surface. Their slime was an enchanted kind that glued the pieces together. The bottle was a bottle, but now it was also a mirror. A magical mirror, shining and perfect, with only small cracks to show that it had once been a bottle that held the stars. And when Luna picked it up to look at it, something marvellous happened. She suddenly saw all the stars reflected in it, but close enough that she could touch them. The mirror let her touch the stars. The stars giggled and spun, the heavens revolved, it happened high above, and it happened in the magical mirror held in Luna's hands. Something had broken, but something beautiful had happened. The stars were free, and the light was everywhere, and Luna held the reflection of the entire universe within her hands. The end. Thank you for reading with storyberries.com. Free stories for kids.